pinakatutok sa EBI 103.1 FM at nakikinig sa ating radyo skwela. Kumusta na po kayo? Sana po ay nasa mabuti kayong kalagayan. Ako po si Teacher May ng Tagalog Learning Incorporated at makakasama po ninyo ako sa kalahating oras ng kwentuhan at pag-aaral ng Filipino. Ako po ay magbabasa ng kwentong pambata. Ang pagbabasa po ng kwento sa ating mga kabataan ay hindi lamang nagpapalawak ng kanilang pagkatuto ng wikang Filipino. Ito rin po ay nagpapatibay ng kanilang pagkakilala sa ating kultura at tradisyon at nagtuturo ng ating mga pag-uugali, magagandang asal at mga pagpapahalaga. Naku, alam ko pong sabik na kayo sa ating kwentuhan, kaya naman hindi ko na po patatagalin pa ang inyong paghihintay. Ang ating pong kwento sa gabing ito ay pinamagatang luntian. Ito po ay kwento ni Becky Bravo at sa paguhit naman ni Elizabeth Panocha. Narito po ang ating kwento. Dati, may tahimik na munting bayang tinatawag na puok luntian. Pinangalanan ito dahil napapaligiran ng makakapal na punong kahoy. Mula sa malayo, lilitaw ang marilag na luntiang bundok na laging napuputungan ng dagim. Ang tubig galing sa sapang inililihim ng mga punoy kasinlinaw ng kristal. At ang hangin ay napakalamig at napakalinis na amoy hamog at mamasamasang damong luntian. Kamanghamanghang manirahan dito. There was once a quiet little town called Pook Luntian, so named because it was surrounded by a thickly wooded forest from almost every side. In the distance rose a majestic green mountain always wreathed in mist. The water coming from the brooks hidden within the trees was as clear as crystal, and the air was so cool and clean that it smelled of dew and damp green grass. It was a wonderful place to live. Sa matagal na panahon, ang mga tao sa munting bayan ay payapang naninirahan sa kanilang tahimik na munting paraiso. Tinatamasa ang payak na pumumuhay na nangangailangan lamang ng malinis na hangin na tubig, mainam na pagkain, masisilungan at ang mahalagang biyaya ng perpektong kalusugan. Kung hinayaan sila sa ganitong pamumuhay, marahil ay walang nagbago sa pookuluntian. Ngunit may nagbago nang dumating ang naglalagalag na estranghero sa kanilang tahimik na munting bayan at daladala ang bagay na hindi naman nila kailangan. Pagbabago. For a long time, the town of this, the people of this little town lived undisturbed in their quiet little paradise. Enjoying a simple life that required little else but clean air and water, good food, a roof over their heads, and the most valuable blessing of perfect health. If they had been left as they were, perhaps poor Pokluntian would still exist today as it did long ago. 
but it happened that a stranger came wandering into their quiet little town and brought with him the very last thing they needed, change. Itong estranghero na nininirahan sa siyudad sa buong buhay niya ay bumisita sa pookuluntian isang tagaraw. At bago nagtakip silim, nagpasya siyang doon na manirahan. Pinagpalang manirahan sa isang payapang lugar na may kamanghamanghang sariwang hangin at malakristal na tubig. Sino ang tatangging manirahan sa paraisong ito? Kaya ang taong syudad ay agad bumili ng sariling lupa at nagsimulang magtayo ng sariling tahanan. Ngunit ayaw niya ng munti at mabuhay na barong-barong na tirahan ng mga taong bayan. Mga tahanang pamana pa sa kanila ng kanilang mga ama at mga kanununuan. Nais ng lalaki ng tahanang tulad ng kanyang tira, tinitirahan sa syudad na may modernong kasangkapang hindi niya maiwan-iwanan. At kaya niyang palawakin ang tahanan. May mga aparato pang magbibigay ng higit na ginhawa. The stranger, a man who had lived in the city all his life, came visiting Pooklontian one summer day. And before the sun had even set over the mountain, he decided that he wanted to live there as well. What a blessedly peaceful place with such wonderfully fresh air and such crystal clear water. Who wouldn't want to live in such a paradise? And so that fellow from the city soon managed to obtain his own piece of land and began to build his house. But he didn't want the same sort of small, rickety wooden houses in which the town's folk lived. Houses which had been passed on to them by their fathers and their fathers' fathers before them. The man wanted a house just like the one he had in the city, one with all the modern comforts he couldn't possibly do without. And he could certainly do with making it a little bigger and throwing it a few extra comforts here and there. Sa bahagi ng lupa na kanya ngayong pag-aari, nakatayo ang mayayabong na puno na lumiligid sa kagubatan ng pookluntian. Ayaw ng lalaking tagalungsod na may mga punong malapit sa kanyang tahanan. Dahil ang puno'y nangangahulugan ng mga dahon. Kapag may dahon, ay may mga kulisap at mga ahas at ayaw na ayaw niyang gumagala ito malapit sa kanya. Walang pasubaling hindi. Kaya pinulak ang mga puno, bawat isa, at ang dating kinatatayuan ay nahalinhan ng maayos na damuhan, isang magarang puwente, at daanan ng sasakyang nilatagan ng mga bato. Lahat ng mga troso mula sa pinutol na kahoy ng kanyang lupain ay naging aparador, sahig, at isang magarang hapagkainan para sa walong katao. Nang malikhana ang lahat ayon sa kanyang panlasa, ang tahanang iyon ay limang ulit na mataas sa anumang istruktura sa bayan, kasama na ang pampamayan ng Torre de Agua. On part of the land that was now his property, there stood a thicket of trees that skirted the forest around Pooklundian. Now, the man from the city was not so keen on having trees so close to his house. 
for trees meant leaves, and leaves meant bugs and snakes, and he certainly didn't want them wandering anywhere near him. Absolutely not. So down came the trees, every single one, and in their place, he put a manicured lawn, a large ornate fountain, and a driveway paved with stone. All the timber from trees he cut down from his plot of land went into his cabinets, his floors, and a fancy dining table that could seat as many as eight. When everything was built to his liking, his house ended up five times higher than any upright structure in town, including the communal water tower. Manigaya ang lalaking taga-syudad sa kanyang nilikha. Bumabangon siya tuwing umaga sa kanyang magarang bagong tahanan at binabati ng makapigil hiningang tanawin ng kabundukan. Sinasamyo niya ang sariwang hangin. Mabagal, tahimik, at matiwasay ang buhay rito na walang bahid ng anumang hirap sa pamumuhay at pag-iisip. Kaya maganda, kamanghamangha, at mainam na lugar upang mabuhay. Napakaligaya niya kaya ibinahagi niya ito sa mga kakilala at sa iba pa. The man from the city was very pleased with what he had done. He got up every morning in his beautiful new home, greeted by a breathtaking view of the mountain. He filled his lungs every day with crisp, clean air. Life there was slow, quiet, and tranquil. With not a single strain on one's time or peace of mind. What a beautiful, wonderful, healthy place to live in. He was just so pleased that he just had to tell everyone he knew and then some. Ibinahagi niya ito sa kanyang ina at ama at lahat ng kanyang mga kapatid. Ibinida niya ito sa lahat ng kanyang kaibigan. Ipinagmalaki niya ito sa kanyang mga katrabaho. Naikwento niya ito sa kanyang dentista, abogado, doktor at barbero. Maging sa alin ng panaderya, sa mga kahera ng grocery, sa mga bantay sa parking lot, sa mga pulis, sa mga maninda, sa mga manang na tumatawid ng daan, sa mga taong inililibot ang alagang aso, sa mga batang pauwi mula sa paaralan, at nang maibahagi na niya sa lahat ang kamanghamanghang lugar na pinagtayuan niya ng bagong tahanan, nagsimula siyang mag-anyaya ng mga kaibigan at pamilya, upang makipanirahan kung kailan nila nais. He told his mother and father and all his brothers and sisters. He told every one of his friends. He told all the people he worked with. He told his dentist, his lawyer, his doctor, and his barber. The lady at the bakery, the clerks at the grocery store, parking attendants, policemen, street hawkers, elderly ladies crossing the street, people walking their dogs, children on their way home from school. And when he had told practically everyone about the wonderful place where he had built his new house, he started inviting his friends and family to come and stay with him whenever it suited them. Kaya ang lalaking taga-syudad ay nagsimulang tumanggap ng mga bisita halos araw-araw sa kanyang magandang bagong tahanan. Minsan, paisa-isa, 
Minsan may kasama, minsan ay pangkat ng tatlo o higit pa. At minsan ay dumadagsa ang maingay na malaking grupo sa big na mabati sa umaga ng makapigil hiningang tanawin ng bundok upang puna ng dibdib ng sariwa at malinis na hangin at maranasan ang mabagal, tahimik at matiwasay na buhay ng buok lundian. Hindi nila mailihim ang kamangha-manghang paninirahan dito. Kailangan nila itong ikwento sa lahat ng mga kakilala at ang lalaking taga-syudad na magiliw na bukas palad ay ipinagkaloob ang paggamit ng kanyang tahanan sa mga kaibigan ng kaibigan at sa mga kaibigan ng kaibigan ng kaibigan pagkaraan. And so this fellow from the city began receiving visitors to his beautiful new house almost every single day. Sometimes they came singly, sometimes they came in pairs, sometimes they came in groups of three or four, and sometimes they came in big noisy crowds, eager to be greeted in the morning by a breathtaking view of the mountain. To fill their lungs every day with crisp, clean air and experience the slow, quiet, and tranquil life of Pooklundian. They all had such a wonderful time that they couldn't possibly keep it all to themselves. They had to tell everyone they knew as well, and our man from the city, free-handed, welcoming fellow that he was, generously offered the use of his house to his friends' friends, and his friends' friends' friends after that. Walhating matamasa ang bayan nang dumadagsa ang mga kaibigan ng lalaking taga-syudad. Ang mga kaibigan ng kaibigan at ang mga kaibigan ng kaibigan ng kaibigan. Pagkaraan ng pagsisiksikan at paghahanap ng muntipang espasyo, may naisip na paraan ang isang bisitang napagod na sa siksikan at pakikipaggitkitan. Bakit hindi siya magtayo ng sariling bahay? You can imagine what happened next. Soon there were so many of the man's friends, his friends' friends, and his friends' friends' friends coming to see Pooklontian that there wasn't enough room in the house for all of them to enjoy the town comfortably. After a whole lot of squeezing and making do with what space there was left, 
One of the many visitors who had had enough of all the squeezing and jostling hit upon an idea. Why not build a house of his own there as well? Gaya ng mabilis na pagkuha ng lalaking taga-syudad ng kanyang piraso ng pokulumpian, itong sumunod na lalaki nakakuha ng sarili niyang lupain at nagtayo ng mas malaking tahanan. Gaya ng dati, pinutol ang mga puno upang magkaroon ng mas magarang daanan ng sasakyan at mas malaking damuhan. Ang mga matitibay na troso ay naging mga aparador, sahig, pinto at hapagkainan para sa sandusenang katao. Just as easily as the first man from the city secured his own piece of pooklontian, this next fellow got his hands on a piece of land and built an ever larger, even larger house. Down came the trees again, of course, where they got in the way of the fancier driveway and the bigger lawn. All the solid timber went into the cabinets, the floors, the heavy double doors, and the dining room table that could seat as many as twelve. Hindi naglaon, sumunod ang maraming tao. Noong unay mayroong isang malaking bahay. Pagkaraay naging dalawa. Hindi nagtagal, naging tatlo. Apat. At nadagdagan pa sa paglipas ng mga taon. At hindi lamang mga tahanan ang nagsulputan sa lahat ng dako. Lumitaw rin ang mga restaurant, ang mga cafe sa bawat kanto. At tulad ng inaasahan na itayo ang kauna-unahang hotel sa Pookulontian. Palaki ng palaki ang bayan at parami ng parami ang mga tao. Hindi nagtagal, lahat ng mga daan papasok at palabas ng bayan ay nalatagan ng simento at tila hindi naakma ang maliliit na bahay na yari sa kahoy sa nagbabagong kapaligiran. Isa-isa itong tinibag upang tayuan ng mga ptahan ng yari sa bato at simento. Palaki ng palaki ang bayan. Paunti-unting lumalawak. Nilalamon ang kagupatang minsang kumalinga sa pookluntian. Itunumba ang mga puno para sa mas maraming tahanan, gusali, mamamayan at daan. Pinutol ang mga puno ng hindi pinag-iisipan. Pinulak ang mga puno bawat araw sa maraming taon nang hindi iniisip kung may magiging epekto ito sa kanilang buhay. Soon enough, other people followed suit. First, there was one big house. Then there were two. It didn't take very long before there were three, four, and even, and with each passing year, many, many, many more. And then there weren't just houses popping up wherever one, whenever, wherever one looked. There sprung up restaurants too, and cafes at every street corner. And as might be expected, Pukluntian soon saw the rise of its first hotel. The town just kept growing bigger and bigger and seeing more and more people than it had ever seen before. In due course, all the roads leading in and out of town were laid in cement. 
and the small wooden houses which once stood proudly on the land where they belonged bowed down to the changing landscape. One by one, they were all torn down to make way for homes of stone and concrete. Bigger and bigger the town became, expanding outwards bit by bit, eating into the forests that once sheltered Pooklundian. Down came the trees to make space for more houses, more buildings, more people, more roads. Down came the trees without anyone giving it a single thought. Down came the trees every day for years without anyone considering whether it made any difference to their lives. Nang maranasan ng mga mamamayan ang kakulangan ng tubig sa loob ng sandaang taon, umangal lamang sila at nagreklamo. Nang humina ang daloy ng tubig sa ilang, ng ilang, sa ilang buwan ng taon at napansin nilang kakaiba na ang lasa nito, umangal lang sila at higit na nagreklamo. Nagsalubong lang ang kanilang mga kilay nang mapansing painit na ng painit ang mga taginit. Pumalatak sila nang, nang naging karaniwan ang pagbaha sa mga daan kapag umuulan. Sumisimangot lamang sila nang magamoy alikabok ang lupa ang dating luntiang hamog ng hangin. Hanggang doon lamang. When the town was faced all of a sudden with its first water shortage in a hundred years, the people around grumbled and complained. But that was all. When their water began running less freely during certain months of the year, and when they noticed that it somehow didn't taste like it used to, they grumbled and complained some more. But that was all. They needed their bros when they observed that their summers seemed to be getting hotter and hotter. Clock their tongues when flooded streets became more and more common each time it rained. They frowned when the dewy green smell in the air began to smell more like a dusty brown. But that was all. Ipinagbenta na ng lalaking taga-syudad ang unang nagtayo ng magarang tahanan sa inaakala niyang paraiso, ang kanyang ari-arian noon pa man at naghahanap ng lugar na hindi pa matao. Naghahanap siya ng lugar na mas, may mal na mas malinis na tubig at hangin at mas mainam na tanawin na rin. Nagpasiyas siyang ibenta ang tahanan nang bumangon siya isang araw at napansing wala na ang kahangahangang luntian na bumabati sa kanya tuwing umaga mula sa bintana. Ang makikita na lamang ay malungkuting tumpok na kayumanggi at sa milyang-milyang paligid, ang kalbong bundok ay matatanaw ng mga tuod at mga nalalantang halaman na dat sa dating kagubatan. That man who come from the city, that first one who built his magnificent house in a place he had once thought of as a paradise, well, he had sold his house a long time ago and gone in search of some other place less crowded. Some other place with cleaner air and water and a better view too. 
he had made up his mind to put his house up for sale when he got up one day to find that there was no longer a majestic green mountain to greet him every morning from his window. All that was there was a sad-looking brown cone, and for miles and miles around the barren mountain lay even southern stumps of trees and withering plants where the forest used to be. Lumaki ang pokluntian at malaki ang ipinagbago na hindi na kababakasan ng kanyang nakalipas. Walang katangian ng isang dating tahimik na munting bayan. Pinag-uusapan ng taong bayan na dati itong paraiso, ngunit wala nang makaalaala kung bakit. Wala nang makaalaala kung bakit ito tinawag na pukluntian na nagpapaalala sa kanila ng mga puno at ng kulay luntian. Ang dapat lamang gawin ni Numan ay masdan ng paligid upang mapagtanto na halos wala ng mabakas na luntian. Pukluntian had grown so large and changed so much that there were barely any traces left of its past. No sign that it had ever been a quiet little town. People talked of it having once been called a paradise, but by this time, no one could remember why. No one even knew why it had such a name in the first place, Pooklundian, which made them think of the trees and the color green. All one had to do was look around to realize that there wasn't much of that to be seen. Wala nang natira sa sinaunang pukluntian, kundi ang kanyang pangalan. Sa huli, maging ang pangalan ay kailangang maglaho. Kailangan na ang akmang pangalan ng umusbong na bagong syudad. At ganoon na lamang, nabura na ang pukluntian. Sa totoo lang, walang kamanghamangha sa bagong pangalan kanyang napili. Kundi kapag nababanggit ito, agad nilang naiisip ang kulay abo. Nothing had been left of the Pookluntian of old. Nothing at all except for its name. And in the end, even that had to go. In time, it was decided that the emerging new city needed a more suitable name. And just like that, Pooklontian was no more. To tell the truth, there was nothing very remarkable about the new name they chose, except that the mention of it made one think of a color gray. Nakuha yan! Tapos na po ang ating kwento. Nagustuhan ba ninyo ang ating kwento ngayong gabi? Hayan mga bata! Palagi ninyong tatandaan na mahalaga na mahalin, alagaan, at pahalagahan natin ang ating kalikasan. Mahalaga na hindi lamang natin iniisip ang ating mga sariling kapakanan o ang ating mga gustong gawin. Mahalaga na panatilihin natin na malinis ang ating kapaligiran, malinis ang ating mga ilog, ang ating mga dagat, 
at pag-isipan nating mabuti kung kinakailangan pa talaga nating putuli ng ating mga puno. Yan ang aral ng ating kwento sa gabing ito, na sana ay matuto tayong magmahal sa ating kalikasan. Hayan ako, napakabilis talaga ng oras kapag tayo ay masayang nagkukwentuhan. Subalit wala na tayong oras. Ngunit bago ako magpaalam, nais kong ibitahan kayo na makilahok sa pag-aaral ng Filipino. Ang Tagalog Learning Incorporated ay nagbibigay ng libreng klase na online sa lahat ng mga batang Filipino sa Australia. Maaari kayong mag-email sa tagalog.learning.melbourne at gmail.com o kaya naman ay sumali sa aming Facebook group, hanapin nyo lamang ang Tagalog Learning Melbourne sa Facebook. Kung nais naman ninyo na makabasa ng mga kwentong pambata, maaari kayong makipag-ugnayan sa aral at kultura na makikita din ang kanilang group sa Facebook. Huwag din ninyong kaligtaang patuloy na makinig sa ating mga programa dito sa 103.1 FM. Tumutok sa halo-halo special tuwing Webes sa ganap na alas 12.30 hanggang alauna 1.30 ng hapon. Radyo Filipino Linggo tuwing linggo sa ganap na alas 8.30 hanggang alas 9.00 ng umaga. At syempre, Barkada Radyo mula alas 9.00 hanggang alas 9.30 ng gabi tuwing biyernes. Akong muli si Teacher May hanggang sa susunod na pagkukwentuhan. Mag-iingat kayo palagi. Paalam muna! Music